Hi, welcome to Tash Talks. In today's episode, I will be discussing a number of aspects to do with men's health, including mental health issues and suicide. This episode might not be one for young children to tune into. I would love for all my older listeners to carry on listening to this important episode on men's health highlighted in the month of November to raise funds and awareness to help overcome mental and physical health issues that many men in our society have experienced in the past and present. I do not represent Movember as a charity in any way. All the views in this podcast are mine or that of my contributors. As always, thanks for listening. Hello and welcome back to Tash Talks Uni Life. It's Tash Coyle here and we're nearing the end of October and heading into November, all better known as Movember Month. Movember is the leading UK charity that is changing the face of men's health. With particular emphasis on raising money and awareness for mental health, suicide prevention and prostate and testicular cancers, throughout the month of November, men across the UK grow a mo. Men are encouraged to grow a moustache as one way to support the cause. So why am I talking about Movember on a university life podcast? Well, universities and individual students up and down the UK go above and beyond either to grow a mo or undertake a number of challenges to raise money and awareness surrounding men's health. Movember was a time where I witnessed students across clubs and societies coming together to try and make a difference and change the silent suffering that some men undergo when experiencing mental or physical health issues. Whether you've heard of Movember before or not, whether you're a student or not, Movember is a huge calendar period for students. But men's health isn't just about men who are at university or men who play sport, it's about all men. Movember isn't just a one-month conversation, it's an ongoing discussion. I've spoken to some incredible men who are fundraisers and mobros, as well as people who are increasingly advocating for more men to communicate about their health. Without further ado, let's get on with this Movember special. I don't really do statistics on this show, and I know I said last time when my sister Annabelle was here that I'm not really a fan of quantitative data gathering. However, I think some of the statistics on men's health sheds a lot of light on male experiences in modern society. Priory Group, which is an independent provider of mental health care and adult social care in the UK, produced a report finding the following outcomes. They found that one in eight men report experiencing symptoms for mental health problems. Three quarters of registered suicides in the UK back in 2020 were for men. And around 191,000 men every year report that they experience stress, depression or anxiety caused or made worse by work. These are some seriously concerning statistics. But Priory Group have also researched some of the reasons why men don't talk about their mental health. 40% of men polled by Priory Group said that they learnt to deal with it. 36% said that they don't wish to burden anyone. And 29% said that they're too embarrassed to talk about it. Maura Min from Spain sent her comments in on her thoughts on the status of men's health in 2023. She stated that the subject is still very stigmatised. Mataza Ali Hassan at Cardiff University sent me a voice note on his thoughts regarding men's health today. 
from my perspective as, as a man, I obviously do think that men tend to have it better on average, but the, I do also think that we are in like a bit of a weird spot because the, there's hardly often, I feel like in, fem, in many feminist discussions, I would consider myself a feminist, is that there is like hardly um, too much acknowledgement of class and the way that class plays a role within the way that men are treated. Because the working class men definitely don't receive the same level of uh, good health care as, uh, say, you know, someone who's in the middle and upper classes. Um, uh, and I think that that needs to really be acknowledged, that there is this disparity, especially when it comes to mental health access. David McIntosh, host of the Development by David podcast, gave me the following statement. Men are really struggling in silence at the moment. Men have very few good role models, especially in the public domain. And the role models we do have are people like Andrew Tate that we shouldn't aspire to become. Roughly 70% of therapists are women and the same is the same with the teaching profession. Men aren't entering professions that are symbiotic of the traits they should display. Therefore, we aren't interacting with these support systems either. We are really in need of more vulnerable yet masculine role models. I do feel the wave turning with men's clubs opening like talking groups and run clubs and I hope men have the same level of empathy and support to women's mental health too, which I think will be a focus in the future as more women are struggling more than ever. Thank you David for your thoughts on this subject as well as Mataza and Moira. Whatever the statistics shown by Priory Group suggest or how men's health issues originate or evolve, what Movember is doing is changing the face of men's health and starting a discussion. And uni students are some of the loudest voices behind this change. I remember encountering Movember for the first time when I was a first year at the University of Exeter back in 2019. I didn't really know what it was. I just saw more male students having moustaches in the month of November. It was more so in my second year that I really understood what Movember was all about. And this was 2020. And I don't want to remind anybody what happened that year, but with the COVID-19 pandemic, everything was closed. So numerous extra students that year set themselves the challenge of running or walking huge targets to raise money and awareness for Movember, as well as growing a tash. My housemate actually grew out her armpit hair and dyed it green because Exeter's motto is hashtag bleed green. She posted it all out on Facebook and we helped document the dyeing of the armpit hair and she raised over 200 pounds. I vividly, the, the memory is very vivid for me and it's one of my favourite moments in what was quite a gloomy time in our lives. And despite being isolated in our homes during the pandemic, there was a real virtual community created by Movember at the university. As a whole, that year, the University of Exeter raised over £200,000 for Movember. That is a whopping figure. Movember is also huge at my postgrad institution, the University of Glasgow. In 2022, the badminton club of which I was a part of raised the most money out of any other club at the uni, raising over £5,000. And this year, I'm sure both my alumni institutions will be looking to smash it out the park once again. Matt Cornish and Jay Kelman are students at the University of Glasgow. They both currently sit in the top five individual fundraisers for Movember this year, Jay being the number one fundraiser in the UK so far. 
They have recently become Movember ambassadors for the institution and are hoping to spread awareness surrounding men's health to everyone at the university. I spoke to them a few days ago about what Movember means to them. On a personal level, um, sort of since the like age of 16, I sort of really struggled with mental health. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of came out of the blue. Um, I was very confident, very sure. I thought, honestly, like I didn't really understand mental health. Um, and then out of the blue, I just crumbled um, over the space of a month, um, ended up in therapy for two plus years, um, going to doctor's appointments. You know, it, it was a pretty tough time. Um, and a lot of that, in hindsight, sort of came from not really being able to talk about my issues, um, not really being able to, you know, sort of the idea of toxic masculinity and seeing it as weakness. Um, And since then, I've realised that without the help I received and the support and the care, I wouldn't necessarily be where I am now or be here at all. Um, And I think that that's something that I think, because I've had the, the luxury to have that given to me, I think it's, I've, I've got to give it back. Like, I kind of feel like there's no, I, I, I couldn't imagine not doing that mm-hmm. because I, I wouldn't want someone to be stuck in a position where they couldn't reach out for help because they didn't have the sort of resources or didn't feel they could. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what November represents to me. It represents sort of men from loads of different backgrounds talking and being open about their health in general. For me, it's mental health. That's kind of where um, I really focus on and I think it's really important. But health in general, you know, talking about testicular cancer prostate cancer they're not really talked about amongst men it's not really something you do um mm. you know why do you talk about feeling your balls with your mates i mean me and jay do but that's just a that's just a bit of a weird vibe we've got going we're just next level yeah we're just next level <laughs> but, um but you know that's so I, I think that's what november means to me it's that opportunity for other men um jay what does november mean to you um it, it's that was a really good answer so that's all that's going to be tough to be um no it's it's kind of just very similar. It's like, so the whole thing's obviously brought on by looking a little bit ridiculous and spurring on a conversation from mm. that. Mm. And I feel like really passionate towards like the, the physical health side of it. So like cancer and stuff like that, uh, it's got a close place to my heart. And just like Matt said, it's something that um, does take a certain like level of self um, self-evaluation and that kind of goes towards the physical and the mental side. And it does take sometimes a conversation to become like, like that extra bit aware of what you need to be doing to check up on yourself. What are would you, some of your comments be about men's mental and physical health in today's society? Yeah. Sorry, that's my dog, by the way, if you hear her in the background. As long as it's a cute dog. Um, <laughs> um, no, I think, like, as a society, it's, it's been a pretty, like, push to the side matter for a while, but it's definitely on the up. Mm. I think a lot of people come at it from a pretty, like, cynical viewpoint, but I think if you compare it to, like, five years ago, 10 years ago, stuff like Movember is really helping it in a positive way. It's something that I just see grow and I really, really like it. It's obviously nowhere near the point where I would like it to be, um, personally. Like, I think it's such a big thing that impacts everyone, but I think there's definitely a lot of progress going there and I feel like it can sometimes be undermined because it isn't perfect yet. Yeah. So I, I like to think of it in, like, an optimistic standpoint is what I like to take on it. It's yeah. it's, it's on the up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I think the complete same. Um, we've definitely made huge strides in terms of like a society. Um, but I, I think we're still sort of, you know, there's still big steps to be made, especially in terms of like toxic, toxic masculinity. Like it affects everyone. Um, and I think it is like, it's easy to say about talking, but it's hard to do. And I think we need to start doing rather than just saying. Because I think a lot of blokes will agree on, you know, 
we need to talk about our mental health. Me, I'm the November ambassador. I'm pushing for men to talk about their mental health. Do I talk about my mental health? Hardly ever. You know, it's a really, it's a really difficult thing to do. And I think addressing that it is hard, and then trying to to sort of work on that individually is the bigger sort of societal push. Mm. Um, and I think being honest about how difficult it is, I, I find um, I like I have a sort of fitness account on um, Instagram, and I always sort of push when I'm feeling low or anxious or something I make sure to post it even if I'm not going to my friends and talking about it I'll make sure to share that I'm struggling because even if I because it's just easy to throw it into that sort of space and then people will come to you and go hey man are you doing all right and it's a bit easier but it's, it's kind of holding yourself accountable um mm. what would you I know obviously Matt Jay you'll you'll have your own ways of like processing how to deal with the things that you go through with like highs and lows but for our male readers or anyone struggling with mental physical health what would your advice be um i would go my, my advice would be reach out in whatever way sort of in, in your own way and that's in and because i think it's easy for like i i love sports my thing is sports mm-hmm. so i if i'm having a bad day i'll go and train i'll go on a run I go to the gym and it always helps it always helps but if someone doesn't like sport you can't you know you're not really gonna tell them to go hit some weights it's not yeah. really expected mm-hmm. but sort of a socialize get in a group it's easy to spiral when you're alone so socialize stay healthy look after your physical health and a lot of it a lot of the other stuff will come with that and talk they're the three ones socialize stay healthy and talk about it you know even if it's just like going for a coffee with a mate. I think a lot, especially a lot of men, they, they, they view going for a coffee as not something to do. Like, that's not what men do. They go for a pint or whatever. Mm. Me, love a coffee. Jake, love a coffee. So if I'm having a bad day, I'll shoot him a message. Hey, can we have a coffee? Yeah. Um, and I think it's that social interaction that really matters. Like, if you don't, if you isolate yourself, which is so easy to do, yeah. it's just going to be a hundred times worse. Problem shared, problem halved, all of that. Yeah, problem shared, problem halved. Yeah. And you, Jay? Yeah. Um, I'd say just be proactive. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people know what to do like we were saying you know you're supposed to talk you know you're supposed to do this and that just trying to take that first step is such an important thing even if it's the smallest one and mm-hmm. um, i think just like doing something that you know is right that makes you a little bit uncomfortable like and that can apply to anything like matt gave a range of examples just taking that first step into discomfort even mm-hmm. if you know it's for a greater good mm-hmm. if you can do that it comes slightly easier the next time when you have to do that difficult thing and that just like repeating that cycle of proactive bettering yourself mm-hmm. That was Matt Cornish and Jay Kelman from the University of Glasgow. What I took away from this conversation was that although it can be hard, self-evaluation is necessary to overcome the initial suffering someone might be experiencing. Both Matt and Jay stress that talking to friends helps take some of the burden away from the issues you might be experiencing. This doesn't just apply to men either. Voicing your issues to someone you trust is indeed a problem shared, a problem halved. Dr. Hillary and I spoke about seeking support from your institution when things at uni don't go to plan in episode three of this series. So go back and have a listen if you'd like to hear our discussion on that topic. For me, Movember is about raising awareness that men can and should feel comfortable talking about their health. Two of the five things that Movember encourage men to do, um, these can be found on their official site, uk.movember.com is to talk more and spend time with people who make you feel good. 
whoever and wherever you are, check up on your friends and loved ones. I think Movember is so important in a university context because in recent years, more attention has been brought to men's health than before. And sometimes the greatest change can be driven by younger people in society. There is the potential to isolate yourself at university, especially if you're living away from family and friends or you haven't found your footing yet. But the hard work only starts within universities. It should extend beyond and more people should be really aware about the campaign and understand what Movember is about. Movember campaigns, both within university contexts and external to them, have united people across the UK to raise awareness and money to support men's health services and continue to do so. Are you getting involved with Movember? Are you growing a mo? Are you doing some fundraising? Have you set yourself the horrible challenge of maybe running a hundred miles in a month? If you are, let me know by e- emailing me using the address tashcoil at gmail.com or drop me a DM on Instagram at tash.coil. I love hearing responses from my listeners. Movember is a huge part of university communities across the UK, but I hope for ev- anyone listening to this that they too can help spread awareness of Movember's campaign. Whether you're fundraising or spreading awareness of men's mental and physical health, remember that Movember conversations are not limited to November only. Whoever you are, man, woman, non-binary person, whoever, conversations about mental and physical health are an anytime topic. Remember, you don't have to suffer in silence. For more information on Movember as a charitable organisation, search HTTPS colon double slash uk dot movember dot com thanks for listening to this movember special on tash talks uni life i'm tash coil see you next time bye bye